0: It's nice. It's nice to be here.
1: Um, walk the talk is, is what Stephen and I, because we have lots of conversations together. Um, and in these conversations, what always comes up is the importance of feeling comfortable enough in yourself, where you can just be who you are, in a process of learning and growing and becoming more aware. So you have to kind of get the roadmap, but then you have to take the journey. And so that's out of that conversation, that's where Stephen and I got walk the Talk and Karen and Radha, by the way, the four of us have some great satsangs. Um, And then we came up with December. Are you forgiving or are you Forgetting. I play with that one. I love that one. So, last time we were together, we had a conversation about, um, for me, how giving is an, is an asana. How giving is a posture that we take with the world, with another person, with your partner, with your body, with your own mind when it thinks crazy thoughts or does crazy things. This this ability to open a channel and to give. Now, when that channel is working and we get enough practice in it, something really great happens. It doesn't even, you're not doing it. It's just happening. It's happening to you. So we get into these conversations about forgiving, but what happens to us when we forget? What happens when all of a sudden we get needy? When all of a sudden things aren't the way they should be, and I need to get on this thing. I need to figure, I, got, I, I don't like where this is going, I want to go somewhere else. And so we go into a different asana. Um, each one has a different texture, each one has a different feeling to it. Um, each one has its own repercussions, its own, um, you throw the ball out, it bounces off the wall, it comes back. The giving part seems to work real well, except, and that leads us up to tonight and what we're gonna share with you, except if you are forgiving, it must mean you're doing something. So forgiving must mean, if you have to forgive someone, if you use the, the usage of the word like that. So if you have to forgive someone, it must mean that I got upset Someone said something, they hurt my feelings, I felt abandoned, I felt sad, and then I feel horrible and I say something to the person or I just turn off inside myself to that person. And all of a sudden I realize, oh, I have to forgive that person. Now, actually, the forgiving part is forgiving yourself. However, if you're forgiving, it must mean you forgot and got upset before. So that forgiving and forgetting is really important to a yogi. And it goes right into the sutras that we have mentioned um, in the email that you received. Uh, It affects memory. It affects how you show up in life. It affects the ability to be in a unified experience with yourself and others. So that's what we'll be doing this evening. Stephen and I, evolving this whole process, realized that it now has evolved to the point where we want to share what we do all the time together, and that's have conversations about things that are important to us, like how to show up in the world and be more aware and awake, how to deal with it when we get upset and disconnected. so we decided well, let's just hang out with you guys, so Stephen and I this is the evening are going to hang out with you, Stephen, I have known for and and 25 years and when I first met him what I saw in Stephen was what I think I hope anyway my teacher saw in me at least it's how I feel someone was eager to get out of the confining space of a mind that wasn't connected to a comfortable place and so Stephen and I and it was great because I shared Raja Yoga with him right away and he loved it which was wonderful because I love having brothers and there's a couple out there tonight. I love having brothers who are into this work. And the work is to know that our mind, when it's in a clear state, is connected to something that's greater than we are. And we get to experience something that's very beautiful. So I watched Stephen go through this process. Now, to fully understand what we're going to do tonight, I have to share our relationship with you. We have what we call a multi-dimensional relationship now what that means is it's not bound like with my teacher god bless swami satchitan honor him yeah i would not be here today without him in my life and i honor and love him however our relationship was real formal i I had the honor to be close to him, so we got to laugh and and tell jokes sometimes, but not very often. And so I had a more of a rigid view of what Raja Yoga was, what meditation was. Stephen, in our multidimensional relationship, is a yogi like me, a Raja yogi, and that specifically means that we want to be able to understand the functionality of the mind, know how the mind works. And he's done that. So he's a friend, a good friend. He's, he's a student, which is really cool. He's going to share a, a pranayama technique with you this evening. He's a teacher for me. The guy's brilliant. He's done so many things in his life. He's so knowledgeable, and he's a meditator. So what we're going to do this evening, and I want to introduce Stephen now, is um, we're going to share what happens when you're not having to be forgiving and you're not forgetting when giving and receiving come together in a unified field, So, which is the goal. That's what Patanjali calls samadhi. That's what we talked about in the first month when we talked about a mind that was clear So I'd like to invite my good friend, a really good student. He allows me to mentor him. He mentors me. Technology-wise, if I have any questions, I go to my friend Stephen. So, Stephen, let's talk this evening about what happens when forgiving and receiving come together. So, welcome. Thank you very much. That is uh, the most
2: wonderful and introduction that I think I've ever had. Um, I, I, I want to add something though to um, what you were talking about in our multidimensional relationship. And that is that when I become forgetting, it is a wonderful, wonderful feeling to know that no matter what, there's somebody out there that will reflect back to me that I have forgotten. And that's part of the relationship that we have also, Gopal.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's, it's, a, it's a relationship with someone, very few people in my life um, offer me that opportunity to reflect back to me, my own dear self, whether that self is forgiving and receiving or whether that self is completely forgotten and just a raging lunatic, similar to probably like the first three sessions that I did. <laughs> and uh, just in a state of complete panic for most of the time, trying to be somebody doing something and being the expert and what will they think of me And and to sit here tonight And to be able to give this portion of myself to everybody who is here joining us is a a wonderful gift. So how do we maintain that connection to giving and receiving? I think that's the question that a lot of us have. Certainly I'm aware what it feels like when I'm not connected to the giving and receiving that out of the state of the unified field. I know I feel lonely right off. I know that I'm looking for someone to help me. I don't know who to ask. I know that I need, feel like I need to get something. Feeling like I need to get something means that I need to impose my will on someone so that they will respond in the way that I need them to respond. In. And I'm very thankful in our relationship as part of that multidimensional relationship that you never, ever, ever let me get away with that. And it's painful sometimes. But I know the pain isn't coming from you. I know the pain is that I've disconnected from forgiving and receiving. So tonight, let us all practice Mm -hmm. what that feels like. And we can do that by simply closing our eyes, if you would please do that making sure at this time that your microphone is off. And find a comfortable seat. And now begin to bring the attention to the breath. There is that wonderful feeling of being able to receive the inhalation. Knowing that trees and plants give off oxygen and you're able to receive that oxygen. And also knowing on the exhalation that you are giving carbon dioxide back to those sentient trees and plants. And all of this is in harmony. As you inhale oxygen, there is not less oxygen available And as you exhale carbon dioxide, you are not creating more carbon dioxide on the planet. There is the harmony and the balance of being in the unified field. What does that feel like? Watch your breath. What are you noticing? Is there a discomfort in the body? Bring the attention and the breath to that place. And give that place what it needs to relax. Notice that the inhalation comes easy. Effortlessly. Everything is working in harmony. Let us take just a few minutes to sit quietly
3: in this place. if you feel yourself
2: slipping deeper into a state of meditation, bring the attention back on the breath. Know that Gary will lead us in a meditation at the end of the program. That's not this exercise. Notice how it feels
3: when you hear my voice. Notice how it feels when you don't
2: hear my voice and maybe expect something.
3: Is the giving and the receiving of the breath still there? Now at the end of the
2: next full exhalation, slowly open your eyes and just notice if something has shifted.
1: to be able to bring your awareness to the experience of something that has no edges to it. to experience that which is expansive, inclusive. We need as much time as possible being aware of that state. And what Stephen said is yeah. important. This experience that we all have, the feeling that everything is where it should be, it's perfect. It's something that we need to, well, first acknowledge, some people literally have to become aware that that feeling is that. It just doesn't come and go, that it is actually something that is there all the time. And what we're needing to do is put our attention on it. That exercise that Stephen led, that's, uh, how powerful is that? And yet how simple. So simple. And the point made that is essential is observe that, notice that, pay attention to that. It's so easy when you're with someone and you're having a good time to think, wow, this person, I'm in there, I'm with them and I just have a good time. It's easy to blame them for you having a good time. And then as soon as that happens, you wanna get more good times. Ah, there it goes. You become forgetting. And what is it that we're forgetting is that we exist in a state that is eternally perfect. It never goes off. Whether we experience it or not, that's up to us, but it's there. We can spend our time in another reality. We can get bounced around by the ever-changing field. But the first thing you have to do, and Stephen hit it, it's, it's essential, is spend as much time as you can in a practice that allows you to stay aware and notice what it's like when the breath finds a place where you're not breathing, where the inhalation and exhalation are all just beautifully placed together so there's no gap between the two of them. That's
0: a powerful place.
1: More practice, more time, experiencing it pretty soon. When you stop experiencing it, you notice it. You notice it, exactly. And
2: and when you're not noticing it, You're in it. Ooh, yeah. And when you're in it, it's predictable. It feels predictable. I know exactly what to expect when I forget, when I'm forgetting. I know exactly what to expect. My heart starts to pound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel it in my temples. I get excitable. I'm full of searching for something that will make it feel better.
1: I want to get that. That's what it becomes. I like the predictable part. That it's so predictable when I get upset. It's like I now watch myself get upset and it and it's starting it's starting to actually in some cases to be quite comical. i can't always laugh i can't you know sometimes i do though that's good but it's comical i i'm doing that again i didn't see that one coming whoa i've been doing this for so long and it still gets me wow yet if we have enough time in a state of consciousness we're we feel taken care of where the need to do something disappears where the anxiety and concern about what's going to happen next evaporates and there's a confidence that comes with this experience that allows you to handle things that you probably i I, i'm amazed at the things that i can handle when. I'm in that space. Amaze may not be the word. It may be thankful. It may be gratitude. So the question then becomes, Okay, how much time do we spend in that unified field where there isn't someone giving and there isn't someone receiving, but rather both are happening at the same time? And it was in conversations like this with this topic that led us to wanting to do walk the talk. How important it is. Every single one of us has a capacity that is so much greater than we think. I don't even know what my capacity is. I just know my capacity is greater than it was previously. So that unified field, Patanjali calls that Samadhi. It's, it can be experienced on all levels. You can experience it when you're out in nature. You can experience it while you're sitting next to someone, good friend's father's passing right now. Um, while you're there, you know, assisting your, your, your father, the person who helped bring you into this physical universe, and, and just be fully present to all the emotions that come through that. So the experience can be infinite. But there's certain qualities about it that just, they're, they're irresistible. Feeling comfortable in yourself in challenging situations. That's one of them. Back then, Stephen, I was thinking when you said it, yeah, the first couple of sessions, you know, yeah, definitely. Because you weren't meditating. Sure. And, and, and you didn't have the roadmap and then as soon as you got a hold of that wow just like me exactly you know that's why we're brothers in the space here
2: and yet so. it always
1: and yet it always surprises me
2: knowing that that there there's there are times where i choose to move into what that's not yeah and It's just always surprising to me. It makes me giggle when I'm able to giggle at how silly I must be to have a mansion to live in. And i rather go down into the basement and crawl behind the furnace and complain how dark and smelly it is.
1: It's It's curious. I'm very curious about that. Yeah. And that brings up the point of forgetting. There is a smell to forgetting. When you start getting into a place where you are wanting to get something because where you are is not where you wanna be, like I said before, there, that has a certain texture. For me, it's like it, it can get as bad as like, like glass, like those shards of glass they put on top of the walls so you don't jump over. Or it could just be something very abrasive. It's not comfortable ever. And of course, it's so uncomfortable, it's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's hallelujah. We're suffering with awareness. <laughs> suffering without awareness, like Stephen, like you're saying, Stephen. Um, suffering without awareness, that sucks. Ooh. Because you have to go on repeat then. The rewind button hits in, and you're repeating what you've done before. There's we an unlimited
2: supply of situations out there to continue to blame unlimited supply but there's only one way to forgive and it starts with what we practiced earlier Mm -hmm. simply sitting reconnecting with the breath noticing what your heart rate is doing noticing if your palms are sweaty it's all right there for you to work with if you can turn your attention to it. And of course, when you're in that place of forgiving and receiving and in harmony with the unified field, you don't have to do any of that. There's there's not not even a you there to have
1: to do anything. Mm -hmm. And that's the place that all of us know, each one of us have moments of that. And, and many people have more than just moments of it, they have long periods of it. It's to be awake enough to notice that that's happening. It's to be aware enough to know that I'm upset. So, Pentanjali says, okay, so this is really important. Spend as much time as you can getting connected to that unified field, to your capacity, And then notice the quality of being connected to that field. That's always the key to know what's going on. And then Bintanjali, soon after that, says, okay, now you are not going to be able to hold it all the time. It's It's not possible. This is a process. So let's get real clear about what happens when you're not experiencing the unified field. And goes over it completely okay so you're going to feel that you are not comfortable in yourself whatever that is for you but you're going to be uncomfortable in yourself now depending on so many factors you show up in the world like Stephen was saying you're saying Stephen that that, yeah it's predictable
2: predictable where can I go to get away from this feeling and the searching begins yep What, what can I get to make this feeling feel better. And the searching begins, you know, but there's that story about the man that loses his car keys, or the woman in this case, in and, 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 and the nightclub, and is outside on the sidewalk looking for them under the streetlight, you know, because the light's better there. So you go off and search, of what you think you need to get with where you think the light is. It's what makes it predictable. It's a cycle. It's a it's a it's a frustrating cycle, no doubt about it. And yet that frustration
1: allows me to bring my attention to it. And I'm so grateful for that. Yeah, that's that is the blessing that Stephen and I are following the lineage system that delineates real specifically what's going to happen when you just meander away from that unified field. And the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to start feeling like, uh, I'm not full and complete of myself right now. I need something. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm needing something. And in that moment, you're about forgetting that that's who you become there are people their whole life is about forgetting the brain is calibrated to a specific frequency that works really well and you can stay healthy for long periods of time there's always factors that can come in but for the most part when this brain is calibrated and resonates with the contents of the mind and the mind and the brain are working together. It is truly remarkable what can happen. And what they talk talk about with old age, because that's where I'm in, um, when they talk about old age and they talk about how you lose your memory, I don't think that has to be necessarily true. There is lots in the mind and there are changes in the brain, absolutely. But if you're programmed to be aware, it doesn't have as big an effect on you and your brain will function better. You won't forget as much. My experiments show I still forget, but not as much. So, this forgetting state has a very specific purpose it's to remind you that you're not in a unified field, you're not having a unified experience. And each of us has, like you were saying, Stephen, each of us have a very specific way of handling ourselves when we're not in the unified field. All of a sudden, dust takes on a whole new meaning to me. I can't stand dust. Now, dust isn't my friend, and I like cleaning it, but it's different. So I can clean house in two states of consciousness. The house gets clean. The question is, do I go into a unified field or not? (laughs) So do you know what happens when you're depressed? when you're unhappy, when you're reactive, when your expectations are not being met, when you're trying so hard to make something happen and it's not happening and you feel it's total responsibility to make it happen. This is what Pintanjali begins to share with us is that that's an indication that you're not sitting comfortably in yourself. And then we can remember the times when we didn't even know that's what it was. So what do you do to increase your awareness of being outside that aligned state? And what do you do to bring your awareness to those moments when you are in that aligned state? patanjali says there's three things that'll help you to make you successful on this journey one of them is that you're going to have to practice for you're going to have to practice regular practice the second thing patanjali said is and let's get this clear this isn't something that happens overnight this isn't like you know learning astrophysics or something this isn't like flying a plane this is something we're talking about is how to align yourself with something that is much greater than you are so it's going to take a long time so make your expectation align your expectations with that and then the third thing it says and i think stephen this is going to ring a bell for you you know that you know what i'm going to say but i mean ring a bell meaning this was important for all of us and stephen went through this process with this you have to appreciate your efforts Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's solstice right everything days get longer now happy solstice
0: Yeah, it's important. So let's close our eyes. And let's
1: have an experience that will allow us how we can shift our awareness and change our experience. Because that's what Steve and I are talking about this evening. This is about being aware enough to know when you need to get more aligned or just to be aware enough to revel and to appreciate the experience of being connected to something that's greater than you are and and feel what it's like to feel the world around you, to be to be nature, not just be in nature, but to be nature, to be with someone and not just have them sit across from you, but experience a unified field around you where there's no separation between the two. But I hope we all have experienced in love. So the, ex- the experiment is going to be, I'm going to, in a moment, have you bring your hands together in what is called pranam, And you bring your palms of your hands together. You can do this now. But make sure your hands are in a comfortable place, right? They don't have to be right up on your chest. I want it so that you're not putting any effort into this. But I want the full palms and fingers touching. And the first thing I'd like you to do is I want you to notice the warmth in your palms. And what we're now doing is bringing our consciousness to that part of the brain that will allow us to experience the sensual information that is being transmitted to the brain through the sense of touch. So focusing on the palms, just see if you can tune into warmth. Now I would certainly suggest to add to this what Steven shared in our first exercise. So breathe into that warmth with the purpose to be aware of warmth. That's all, to notice the warmth in your hands. I would like you to now notice, are there two hands separate from one another or are there two hands in a unified experience? If I was a Zen teacher, I would say, this is the sound of one hand clap. And you're experiencing it right now. Now from this unified experience, we are all very aware that there are two hands touching. That's not a question. You can separate them if you like and experience each one separate again. Try that. Just let your hands separate by a quarter of an inch.
0: Notice what happens.
1: On the next exhalation, bring your hands together again. The sense of separation only exists on the physical and mental level. And what you are now doing is changing your relationship your physical body. We are one hand, and the other hand is that source. And when they come together, we experience a unified field. In that unified field, there is still still a sense of separation that does not go away. It happens physically and mentally only Now the next part of the exercise will take concentration. I want you. To focus on your right hand. See if you can focus on your right hand to the point where you can feel the left hand touching it. So tune in to the left hand touching the right hand. The right hand is receiving the touch. The left hand is giving it. once you have that connected that that awareness focus on your left hand touching your right hand put your attention on your left hand and experience your left hand giving itself to the right Your left hand is offering the right hand a sensual experience. It's giving itself. Then go back to the warmth of both hands touching. Notice the effortlessness of it all. You're not trying to focus on one hand and the other hand experiencing something else, but you're back to a place where both hands are giving and both hands are receiving. And now gently let your hands rest and put your attention quiet place. Maybe your breath. Maybe so hum a mantra. Just let
0: the mind sing a lullaby. However, I invite you to be awake and watch. Notice the mantra. Notice the breath. You are not the breath.
1: You are a conscious being aware of breath. You're not a mantra. Your mind is repeating a mantra, and you are the conscious being knowing that the mind is becoming waveless with the sound so
0: hum and let's sit in silence focusing on that experience
3: I'm <laughs> a
0: is a simultaneous experience. When samadhi is present,
1: you experience as an individual what it's like to be connected to yourself to that which is greater than we are and with practice to each experience we have in our physical mental emotional self
0: This unified field is always present, always fully available.
1: And it is when our mind is waveless in a road and we have practiced being aware and conscious
0: of our experience that we can
1: experience individuality and the unified field simultaneously
0: This Patanjali calls Kevalya. This is
3: who you are.
0: Always. It
1: never goes away. The question becomes, where do you place your attention.
0: So slowly now, ever so gently, begin to breathe more deeply.
1: The last part of the exercise is to remain in that experience as you open your eyes in a moment and share your experience if you feel moved to with all of us so when you're ready to transition more gently keep your eyes closed but rub your hands to create that warmth in the palms again if you have glasses take them off and let your palms bathe your eyes when the warmth is experienced and receive the warmth let your palms give your eyes warmth in one
0: cohesive experience
1: And then stroke out your eyes and when you open your eyes. This is the celebration. We can be an individual, but yet feel connected. Which potentially calls Samani. Memory works real well when this unified state, physical, energetic, mental, when that is in alignment with who you are, things work the best
0: they can.